0: Hello and welcome. I am here with Bree. Thank you for coming manager. on. Here. You're welcome. Brianna is actually looking at going to schools and she is debating a few. With that being said, we're gonna start out with asking Brianna, is it true that you're selling your eggs to pay your way through college? Possibly. I'll buy some. I don't know if you heard about college campuses lately, but there's like a very liberal bias. The professors are instilling it in everybody and it's pretty radical and it gets rather violent.
1: It's never really bothered me. I mean, it's usually shoved down your throat in high school too with students and sometimes teachers, but in high school students. Yeah. There's a lot of kids that are very upfront about their opinions and they will try to get you to think what they think. And if you don't think what they think, then you're wrong. Everything you say is wrong. Mm. So I think what I think, and they think what they think. Get used to it. There's always going to be some political climate.
0: I read an article that there is a walkout in New York, and it's a protest against guns.
1: It's tomorrow. It's actually on Pi Day. It's in calculus. We're bringing in pies, but we have to walk out.
0: Will you still be making a pie, even though you know that everyone's going to leave?
1: I'm not making a pie, but people are bringing in pies. We only missed 17 minutes.
0: It's just protesting so teachers don't have to have guns in school?
1: I think it's just, for me, it's respecting the kids that died in the Parkland shooting. But for other people, it's probably a political thing. They had to post something on Instagram that said, this is not a political statement, we are just doing this out of respect.
0: I don't understand that, though, because they're doing it to protest guns. and teachers aren't having guns. I don't see the connect. How is that respecting the students just walking out of your class I think for 17 minutes? I think they did not
1: mean it for it to be a gun control thing. But that, see- that's what the kids said who organized it. Though. They don't want it to be about gun control. They just want it to be about the shootings. like Respecting people, like having a moment of silence for the people.
0: Why not just have a moment of silence? Why do you have to walk out? And it is a big deal. It is about guns. It is about teachers just not having guns is part of it. I feel like there's a possibility that it's more so something political than it is out of respect. Yeah, it seems
1: political and it's the reality of things.
0: I just don't like the wool being pulled over students' eyes because they have these young malleable minds and they're easily manipulated They're being told it's for one thing, but the actual outcome and purpose of it is another. Uh, And there's lots of ways that the education system can be corrupt. Uh, You know, for example, uh, like grade inflation. Just A's are given out constantly, constantly. Uh, Like a C used to be a grade, like an average grade, and B used to be the grade for those who would, you know, study a little bit or a lot. And A's were the grades for the kids who were like stand out very smart. Now it's just, you can't really separate the pack because everybody's getting A's and B's. A B a B is a bad grade. An 80 is a grade that is like, oh, it's not that good, but it really is.
1: Well, I don't know. I surround myself with people that study very hard and try hard to get where they are in school. And my friend group and including me, um, we all get good grades but we work hard to get where we are so you're
0: you're the nerd group
1: we're not we wouldn't consider ourselves nerds but hmm. we do very well in school and
0: there's two kinds of people in this world i don't know if you know this there's there's nerds and there's bullies and if you're not a bully you're a nerd so Hmm. unfortunately for you um that sucks (laughs) just kidding but a lot of the reason why they do it actually is just because they get more subsidies, uh, government subsidies, when students have better grades. Mm-hmm. So that's why you'll see a kid he fails like everything and never comes to class, and suddenly now he's graduating. Yeah, you know, and that that to me seems like shady practice.
1: And they obviously want to be that school that goes, well, we had this many kids graduate last year and all that because it makes them look better as a school. I mean, there's colleges even that say we had this many kids get a job right after college. Well, how many of those jobs are related to their major?
0: That's not what education is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be challenging. It's supposed to be thought-provoking. It's supposed to be rigorous. But now it's essentially every test you take in college, for the most part, not every, but for the most part, every test you take is, do you remember the formula? It doesn't matter if you don't know why that's the formula. The reason behind it. Do you just remember what it looked like? And then if you do, put those numbers into it. Mm. It's not really seeing what they know. It's just seeing how well they can memorize a PowerPoint slide.
1: I feel like in high school, they tell you all these things about college. Like, you're going to be working so hard and you're going to be doing this and that and hours of homework and that. And I know that it is hard work. But I actually had a teacher the other day tell me college is not what, like, AP classes make it seem to be. Mm -mm, There's a lot of classes that you're just going to want to sleep through, and you'll probably pass if you do because it's just so ridiculous.
0: It's a fact. I don't know why they do that. It, It seems almost to me it could be for some sort of prestige status. Like, I did this very hard thing, and it's scary, and I made it through. Your turn.
1: I think teachers now have a problem with... They teach you how to do things, but they don't teach you how to apply it into your own life. And that's what makes it hard for students now because they can't relate the topics that they're learning about into their own lives. And they're constantly asking, well, why aren't we learning things that I'm going to need? Like how to do my taxes or how to change a tire and this and that. There is some of that in what we've learned, but we're never taught how to put that into our lives.
0: The applied version of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point because you really need to know why you're doing it.
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, very, if it's detached from you, like, okay, I found the area under the curve, but for what? Like, you're, you're exactly. not going to want to continue doing it. You're not going to want to continue to study it. You're just going to do what you're told, take the test, and then completely forget about it. And then you just sat through hours, and it doesn't apply to, maybe, it might. It has a 25% chance of applying to what is going to be in your major. But most, most of the classes you take, aren't really incorporated in your life in the future
0: you know also another example for like calculus when you're doing all like the, parab- uh, the parabola you have no idea what what that it could be a baseball it could be you could just be finding stuff out about a rainbow mm-hmm. you could be finding stuff out about like a some guy's like mustache you have no idea but then if you you know explain to the kids it's like yeah, for example, when they launch, uh, launch rockets into space, they need to have the proper parabola and then change the degree that they're flying at to, like, 60 degrees to, like, go against the gravity of the Earth and then finally into like, low Earth orbit. Like, if people know that those sorts of things that would, like, intrigue them, yeah, it's going to make it more interesting if there's a reason behind why they're solving this thing.
1: I feel like that's what Common Core is trying to do, but they're not doing a very good job at it because in the process they're making the learning a lot more complicated like they're adding in steps that are really unnecessary and saying you have to do it this way. if you get the right answer another way, it's not right. They have the right idea, but they're not pulling it out the right way.
0: The system's broken, folks. the system's broken so what what are you going for
1: to college? Yeah, um I'm gonna I wanna go for pre med and my track will either be or my track is pre-med um my major is either going to be neuroscience or biology but it's probably going to be biology
0: but there's still a possibility or, yeah. you'll do neurology you're just not putting all your eggs in one basket yeah okay i understand that i think neurology would probably be like a booming field in a couple of years because i don't know if you've heard about things like the Neuralink. link mm-hmm. um you know essentially what it is, is it's is it's a mesh that they put in your brain or in your skull, and it, it it'll just attach you to a database or just mass amounts of information that you can just recall quickly. Uh, it can be anything, really, you know. So if you're neuroscience and you're installing neural links into mm-hmm. people, you'll be one of the founding fathers. You'll like be like the first person to do the lobotomy. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. W-
1: a lot of people are gonna have a lot of problems with those though because like schools and you know out in public it's gonna be like black mirror they have all this technology inside their bodies and they're kind of competing with machinery because we want to be more techy and advanced in our bodies because we don't want to be beaten by the technology that runs itself but we're kind of causing problems in our bodies at the same time
0: what that's a very like realistic thing that could be happening because you know with the development of ai um and just how quickly it can learn things uh you know what you can learn in like 10 years it could learn in like a few months Mm -hmm. you know it just it it, it has the ability to just adjust its algorithms and adjust them to be the most efficient Mm -hmm. that they possibly can and humans just could not do that it's it's a big fear because if the if these uh, forms of intelligence can just teach themselves they're gonna take us over Mm -hmm. not to sound too conspiracy theorist.
1: businesses don't have to pay them so obviously that's gonna be the first choice yeah as opposed to a human that you have to pay and worry about if they don't show up to work or yeah they get sick and uh some companies are embracing that and causing they're creating more technology and machinery that makes everything more efficient but some kind of look at that and see an issue in the future, mm-hmm. and they're developing things like the Neuralink, and it kind of allows us to compete with this new technology. That's exactly what it's for, but it can be an issue as yeah. well.
0: Uh, Elon Musk, he he actually his, his biggest fear is actually artificial intelligence, and he keeps warning everybody, saying, "Oh, it's so it's so dangerous, so scary." And like a lot of people are like, "You're fucking crazy." He also says we live in a video game. But, you know, or a simulation. But, you know, he's probably right. Mm. He's been right about everything else. Uh, So, yeah, the Neuralink would just... Because humans in their own just natural state could not compete with something that can learn. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many tens of times faster, though.
1: And they're just stronger. I mean, if a machine breaks its arm off, you just fix it. You just put it back on. If a human breaks their arm, they got to take time to heal. They got to go out for six... 8 weeks and let it heal.
0: Exactly, yeah. And uh, you know, just humans are actually just very inefficient because you know, we got to sleep. We got to eat. We got to be clean. We got to have like emotions. So all those things are holding us back. Robots, they don't got to sleep. They don't got to clean themselves. They don't have emotions. So those are very big things that waste time. They don't have to worry about none of that. So that's 24 hours a day every day they can just be busting mm-hmm. busting their ass. So there's just no way that we could catch up with them they just they learn faster and it'd just be exponential how fast and how much more advanced they get than us and uh it could it could be a good thing if done properly, but it's just hard to teach some form it's just hard to have some form of intelligence um that is gonna be smarter than you and better than you yeah. and have you control it and have you. Manage it so it doesn't try to do anything disastrous to us. So with things like the neuralink, how would how would education, how would the systems ha- handle that? You know, for example, if some kid comes into a test. He's going to take like his LSAT. Never studied nothing at all. Doesn't know anything about law. Everyone else was like panicking and freaking out. He just comes in and he gets a perfect score. Gets a perfect score on his LSAT. Because he's got a narrow link, so every time it's asking a question, he's just googling in his brain. How would teachers handle that? And even how how would they even know if someone has it? It's not like it's something. It's not like you have an antenna popping out of your head. It's inside of you.
1: I know that would be an issue, and I mean, even now phones are an issue. I had a teacher, a physics teacher, that was having issues with the phones being out in class, and she was asking us to put our phones in a basket before class and she was going to count them all before every class, which was wasting time. Yeah. Our class time, but she was doing it. And then that lasted about two weeks. And then she just stopped doing it completely. So now people are back to texting and she doesn't care. I mean, they're having an issue controlling phones and those aren't even connected to us. They're just out and we take them out and they're clearly visible and they make noise and with the neural link i mean this is inside you like you can't just take it out and yeah give it to everybody take out
0: your neural links
1: um so that'll probably be an issue but i mean they're gonna find some way there's always they're always gonna find some way to
0: maybe they'll have some sort of emp signal that they'll just like they'll throw like an emp grenade in the class and it'll just overload everyone's um neural links so they can't use them mm-hmm. for the duration of the test
1: they could probably that'd do be, something. That'd, that'd be abusive. They could probably do something that overrides but the then technology when, in your brain. Wouldn't
0: that be like raping? That would be like creepy. They're getting inside of their heads and well, I mean, of their they wouldn't and...
1: do anything in there. It would just kind of turn off your thing, turn off everybody's neural link, and then at the end of the test, it allows them back on, like airplane mode, kind of.
0: If a creepy man came up to me and said, "I'm just gonna get inside your head and not do anything in there." still wouldn't let him even if it was a teacher unfortunately I just couldn't let him but I I don't think there's anything you can do I think at that point there's no point in even having tests there's no there's no point in in schools because that
1: person knows everything outside of the test they
0: don't yeah they don't need it there's no there's no point in degrees because you could go "Ah, today I'm going to be an accountant and you can go and you could you could slay and be super good at being an accountant Mm -hmm. because you know everything you just search it all you just download a textbook into your Neuralink, and then boom, you're good. And then you're like, yeah, tomorrow I'll wake up, I wanna be a, uh, what do I wanna be? I want to be a doctor, let's see, what do I do? Okay, so this guy needs open heart surgery, let me just watch the video in my head. Okay, and then basically you're doing it. The doctor might be a far exaggeration, but you could definitely be an accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's amazing, technology. Who do you think is the most influential person of the 21st century?
1: in technology
0: period someone who's doing the most for the human race it can't be like oh you know um bruce jenner because he's so heroic it's gotta be someone who does something that's gonna be impact in um like it's gonna have a large impact for many years
1: well you did mention elon musk earlier i we actually talked about him in government cause really he was, yeah he was they say? making solar panels solar that, city baby yeah they are their panels they're solar solar panels but they're uh, made to look like roof shingles you yeah you put them on your roof and it charges your house obviously using solar power yeah and it's not as much of an eyesore as solar panels are thought to be so i thought that was really cool it's
0: amazing and that's probably to be honest with you, that's probably the least amazing thing yeah. that he's come up with. I mean, between because solar panels have been around for a while, mm-hmm. you know. But then you also have like sport electric cars that people want. Mm-hmm. You have. You even invented PayPal. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-mm. Like he, he's the guy who made PayPal, and then he sold it, bought a uh, was like a a McLaren. And then he, it was, like, a million dollars because it was, like, top of line. And then he crashed it, like, not too long ago. Yeah. have insurance, so that was fun. But, you know, and then you have things like SpaceX. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. I mean, sending humans to Mars and boring. I mean, boring. they're
1: competing with NASA. NASA has been a lot around since, what, it since the New Deal?
0: They've been around, yeah. Yeah. Had some time.
1: So, SpaceX comes pretty much out of nowhere. I mean, I never heard about SpaceX. Right. And... Now they're seen as up to par with
0: NASA, like significant as landing, you know, rockets and cutting the cost down by like literally hundreds of millions of dollars. NASA and like Boeing and all these companies had such a monopoly on space, you know, mm-hmm. like if you need a satellite launch, there's only like those people you can go to now that private enterprise is involved, now it's much cheaper and mm-hmm. I mean you gotta think about it like this as well. With how much they accomplished in such a short amount of time and how long has NASA been around. I mean they've been they've been around no more than like they really started getting like serious, I would say when they really started taking like SpaceX seriously. It was probably about two thousand and twelve. Like two thousand and eighteen and they're the most renowned today company. Mm-hmm. I mean it's also Blue Origin with Jeff Bezos was trying to do trips to space Mm -hmm. and sell that but elon musk is trying to relocate humans which isn't weird because you know when christopher columbus was crossing the ocean you know they're like you're crazy it's you're gonna fall off the edge of the earth you're insane it's not possible you know but then he did it Mm -hmm. you know he's gonna be the less violent christopher columbus of the 21st century you know he's like oh yeah he's he was just like christopher columbus and he didn't kill anybody except for that one time that's you know about uh, Starman, how he launches Tesla. He he launches Tesla into space, his car into space, probably a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a there's like a mannequin in a spacesuit in his car. It's his it's his uh, enemy in the spacesuit. Why
1: do you do that?
0: Not it's not really his enemy, but he did launch the car. Just kidding. But Brianna, thanks for coming on. To the that is nice. You're welcome. Was it nice? Yeah great that's all for tonight and thank you very much this did turn